Hi there. This is Renee Fournier. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to listen to my podcast. It is my prayer that it would be a blessing to you and that you would simply get to know this wonderful, absolutely amazing creation that you are, designed beautifully by the Master, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit Himself. Flaws? Well, yes. Brokenness? Of course. But know this, the more you and I embrace the cross Jesus, the more our broken pieces are transformed into something ultimately beautiful. Now let's tune in to see what the Lord has to say to us today. The Lord's love endures forever. Psalms 117 says, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Before jumping into our discussion on crying out to the Lord uh, in trouble, Reflecting on Psalms 107, I just wanted to open up with praise the Lord. So let's go ahead and dive in to Psalms 107 and how we must cry out to the Lord when life happens. Today, let's take a look at Psalms 107 and just dive into um, how when we cry out to the Lord in times of trouble, He will hear us and He will deliver us from our distresses. So now I've always skimmed through uh, this particular Psalms. And, um, but this time, I saw this stanza con- consistently Throughout it, give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. And that's Psalms 107, verses 8, verse 21, verse 31. Give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. The first verse of this psalm says, Give thanks to the Lord because he is good and his love endures forever. Now, the rest of the psalm seems to cover this thing, what I like to call, it covers all aspects of life. So we'll just call it life. When life happens to us, living life, when living life happens to us, when trouble happens to us, once we're reminded of the presence of God never leaving us and we are aware of that resurrection power that got Jesus up from the dead now lives in us. Uh, when we become aware of the presence of God and we cry out to him, wow, what happens is he deliver, delivers us. So there are different sections in the psalm, or better yet, different examples of life happening Uh, And for every instance of life, for every instance of trouble or storms happening, we see the following take place. 
this verse right here. It says, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distresses. So with every instance of life, with every instance of trouble, we see this then. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, in their mess, and he delivered them from their distress. He delivered them from their stress. He delivered them from their trauma and drama and pain. Look at verses 6, verse 13, verse 19, verse 28. God consistently delivers them when they cry out to him. So God desires to deliver us. It matters not how we got there. He will deliver us when we cry out to him. So the different areas where life happens in this psalm seems to be this. Look at verse four through five. Let me read it. It says, some wandered in the desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty and their lives ebbed away. So verse six says, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. So verse four and five, it seems to me, I'm looking at that from a uh, kind of like no vision, no clarity of which way to go and possibly loss in some way. Um, a lot. You think about this, your loss of income, home, or and depression begins to set in. Your life is ebbing or drifting away, yet they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivers them. So I say, we must cry out to the Lord in our trouble and he will deliver us. Look at verse 10 through 12. It seems to be dealing with the tragedy of sin from you rebelling or form from them rebelling against what the Lord has told them to do. So if you are rebelling against what the Lord has told you to do, or you have felt contempt for the counsel of the Holy Spirit, you have directly disobeyed the word of God. Your desires or your so-called needs have become your priority. And so this results in being hit with heavy consequences you know, for them, it says bitter labor, stumbling with no one to help them. So think, look at it this way. Our consequences for uh, not loving the counsel of the Lord. Let me, let me go ahead and read that. It says, some sat in darkness and the deepest gloom, prisoners suffering in iron chains. They, literally, Chains, sometimes chains that God has delivered you from and you go back and you pick up the chain. He's broken and you trying to piece it back together and wrap yourself up in it by walking in sin, just rebelling against what he's told you not to do. It says, for they had rebelled against the words of God and get this, they despise the counsel of the most high. So he subjected them. To bitter labor, they stumbled, and there was no one to help them. Guess what, though, guys? It says, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them. He saved them from their distresses. And moving on, verse 17 through 18, this 
uh, passage seems to be dealing with the tragedy of sin. Again, it's intentional disobedience. Basically, you acting like a fool. You are doing things that is obviously wrong. It's not a gray thing. It's just black and white. You know for sure that it is true rebellion against God. It's the obvious. Let me read verse 17 and 18. It says, some became fools through their, their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. Now, doing those things that are just obviously sin. Let's look at, I think, let me, let me check this passage. It's Galatians 5, 19 through 21. It says this, the acts of the flesh, flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those obvious sins. And that, my friend, will result in being hit with heavy affliction. This is the word of God, not making it up. And you are hit so hard that you don't even desire to eat. It says that they load food and that they're really close to death. Yet then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble. And guess what? Guess what he does? He saves them from their distress. You know what? If you want to memorize a, a, a scripture, your memory verse, you know, when I was little, my mom and dad, you know, the verse that we sat around the table and said was Jesus wept. It was the shortest one in the Bible, you know, Jesus wept. You know, I, I tell you this, if you want to remember a verse, if let it be your memory verse for life, because it will help you to remember that, that the love of God, it never fails. Okay. God does not have a heart attack on us. So his heart keeps pumping, pumping blood. He keeps wooing us in. So remember this verse, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress memorize that. You know, it's good to know the address, you know, according to my husband, Manita, what is the address or Renee? You know, cause I, this is keeping it real or Renee. I try to, I, I kind of go up under a, a, a cloak, cloak here. You know, I, I don't say Manita because I'm like, okay, everybody's going to know who I am, but dude, he says this Manita for real. He's like, give me the address. If you need the address of, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them from their distress is weaved throughout the Bible, but we can, I'll give you verse six, one Oh seven, six, and, um, I'll list them out again, uh, here a little bit later, but check this out. Verses 23 through 27. Now this, this area, this is dealing with God's mighty power and how he is in ultimate control of the natural and the spiritual storms that can occur. You know, God is yet in control. So these storms are both natural and spiritual causes 
um, th that can cause so much fear from time to time. And fear can cause us to be our, at our wits end to where we're like literally paralyzed, unable to move. Let me read verses 23 through 27 for you. Okay, it says, others went out on the sea in ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters. And so they're working. They saw the works of the Lord, his wonderful deeds in, in the deep. For he spoke and stirred up a tempest that lifted high the waves. They mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths. And their, their peril, their courage melted away. So it's like, man, they don't, they've lost courage here. They see this big storm uh, just just raging high. And I'm thinking more in the natural sense. Um, but we can think about the natural and the spiritual. Okay. When our, when the storms hit, it says they were at their wits end, and at just, just, I don't know what to do yet. Yet it says this, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were Shh, hushed because all he has to do is say peace be still and everything will grow calm so it says they were glad when it grew calm and he guided them to their desired haven so with each of these instances of life happening whether it be things happening beyond your control that has left you dealing with loss and depression or your lack of response even to the spirit of God when he tells you to do something. Basically, that's disobedience. Well, it is disobedience. Or your foolish activity, your foolish acts, and your intentional disobedience to God. Galatians 5, 19 through 21, those obvious sinful things. You know what I'm talking about. Or it could be any form of a storm that could cause you this paralyzing fear. Your response, our response must be what theirs was. In 107, cry out to the Lord in our trouble and allow him to bring us out of our distress. Don't just sit there and stay stuck, depressed, lost. Cry out to the Lord. For his love lasts forever. Now, finally, with each instance of life happening or trouble happening and God delivering them, they are instructed. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. Verses 8, verses 15, verses 21, verse 31. When God delivers you, Stop, pause, and you make sure you give thanks. As a matter of fact, with every ounce of anguish you used to cry out to him, use that same level of intensity as you bring forth your banner of praise unto God. Record it somewhere so that you can remember well what the Lord has done for you. There is nothing that life can send our way that the Lord cannot deliver us from. Give thanks. 
Check this out. While I was writing on this particular song, I had two reminders pop up on my iPad. One came from the Echo Prayer app that I have uh, on my phone, and it said this, stop and give thanks unto the Lord. And then the next one came two minutes later, guys. It was a reminder that I had set set up on my phone, you know, just in the Remind app. I set it up on my phone. This notification pops up. And it happens. This this particular this particular notification, it happens just different times during the week. And but it happened this time 2 minutes after I had the uh Echo prep say give thanks to the Lord. The Remind app said this, be aware of God's presence today and give thanks. It stuck me pretty hard due to the fact that I know that when I am aware of God's presence, as I go through life, worry dissipates and it moves me to a place of giving thanks for I know that God is in control. So remember these things. Life is going to happen. That's the first thing. The second thing is this. Remember to cry out to the Lord when life happens, no matter where life, no matter where trouble comes from, cry out to the one whose love never fails. And the third thing, remember to tell the Lord, thank you for his love, his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds towards you. Psalms 107 verse 43 is a kicker. And let me just tell you this. If you are wise, it says it like this. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and truly consider, truly saute on this idea. The great, magnificent, relentless, unshakable, unflappable love of God never, ever fails. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the great love of the Lord. Thank you for tuning in today. And until next time, I say to you, dear friend, rejoice, for you have this anchor for your soul. This What is this? This anchor is Jesus Christ.